I'm being honest, I'm an honest person. Let's talk Europe. We're not in it. <laughs> You're a genius. genius. <laughs> there was an opportunity there for them to win the title. Man City, Man City, Man City. We're joined by Sam Tiz, our free bets resident football guru. Oh, I love the odds. Right, here we go. <laughs> oh. Wow, what oh. a panel. All right, lads, let's talk Europe, shall we? Can't right, wait. should we get into it then? Let's, let's start at the top. Really natural. Yeah, sorry, that was not natural, was it? Hello, and a warm welcome to the Free Bets Premier League preview show. After a long and miserable summer, the thrill of a brand new season is knocking at our doors. We're set to dive into stimulating discussions, expert analysis, and audacious forecasts for the upcoming season. Ooh, the audacity. Now, today we are joined by Premier League winner, the Deemed Nigel Winterburn, an accomplished player with memorable spells at Arsenal, West Ham and the England squad. Sharing the panel with Nigel, we have the vivacious Tubes. Vivacious. Known for his legendary one question and one question only feature on Soccer AM. And to dissect stats, facts and figures, we're joined by Sam Tiz, our free bets resident football guru. Oh, wow, what a panel. Pressure's on. Well, Wow. That's um, amazing. Very, very well. How are you feeling? Great. Can't Great. Wait. Should we get into it then? Absolutely. Let's, Let's start at the top. Let's rewind to last season. Let's Manchester not. City's. <laughs> it's, it's a shame for you, but we've got to go. <laughs> we can only grieve if we really talk about it, hey? Manchester City's title victory in May was spectacular. Would you agree, Nigel? Although Arsenal did give them a good chase at one point. Nigel, why don't we just cut to the chase and get to you? Do you think Arsenal just bottled it and couldn't sustain that momentum or was it that Man City was just too good Pep was just too good like what do you think happened there well uh, in terms of Manchester City they had the best team over the last four or five seasons chasing them down but I still get the feeling from the way you listen to some of the players talk and Mikel Arteta there was a huge opportunity to win the league and I think they're very disappointed that they didn't go on uh, to see it out. Now, it's hard to dissect why not. People talk about a couple of injuries. I don't really buy into that uh, too much. Uh, and maybe just the pressure and all of a sudden, no expectations really from outside of the club. Maybe they were thinking top four would be really good. They're there and all of a sudden everyone's talking about them, that they, they can win it, they should win it. Uh, and then maybe that realisation has just s sort of put a bit of fear into them. Uh, and I always talk about the two games, which I think that really did cost them, was West Ham away and Southampton at home. And I think that was the initiative that was hen uh, handed back uh, to Manchester City. Jeez, what's your view as a non-Arsenal fan? I think they're overachieved. I think if you said to an Arsenal fan before the start of last season, you would have finished second and really close to win the Premier League. I think they would have taken it all oh, day long. Yeah, but when you oh, are... Yeah, but when you're there. When you're there. Well, this is it. it you want changes. the Hollywood ending, don't well, you? I think they did... I, didn't think, yeah. I think Arteta's done an amazing job. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. But what I want to ask you is, what was it like in the, the running to the Premier League season? Did you feel different as a player? Not really. I think you know that there's a... I think you can put, you put yourself in a, a situation that you realise that, as a player, there's, there's an opportunity as a team there to go on and, and win the title. Uh, and I think Arsenal had that opportunity last season 
it's just I think, you know, what if we can talk about lots of different scenarios is I just think that maybe the realisation right at the end, although you're right, at the start of the season, I think it was top four. Mm. I still think that there's huge disappointment there. I think there was an opportunity there for them to win the title. And that's why I think Arteta brought in people like Jorginho for that experience, because mm. he's done it there before. Because there's not many players in that team who have done it, won the Premier League, right? No, um, but you never know. Even, even if you've won it, and you're, you're, but you're with a different team, you're still never quite sure of how you're going to react to it and how your teammates are going to react to it. I mean, listen, overall, if you look at the season overall season. in terms of Premier League season, they did great. Think about how but it's been going be, that point. Yeah. There will oh. be a little but there still. Yeah, I mean, they'd be gutted, yeah. but I think second for Arsenal last season. But and, you know what? That might yeah. inspire them for this season. Let's, they were that let's close. Let's hope so. Let's hope for so. your sake, I hope it, but not for us. All right, let's talk about the top six, shall we, guys? Manchester City. Are they going to win it for the fourth consecutive season? What do you think, Sam? Do you know what it is? You're our guru. Yeah, I mean, I thought last season they were going to have issues when Sterling went out the door and Grealish obviously coming in as a direct replacement. I, I thought there was going to be a few players obviously leaving, the Fox Zinchenko and Jesus going. I thought, you know what, there's a lot of people that were going out that were key figures. I actually thought they were going to struggle a little bit and they did take a long time to get going. I think there could be an element of that potentially if there's not a couple of new people that come in. Um, in this window, midfield's looking a little bit short. I think with Gundogan, I think he's huge. Um, him. They signed Kovacic, and they, can I put yeah. it out there? Why on earth have Chelsea let Kovacic go? The geezer is unbelievable. Financial yeah. fair play, no, mate. I'm not having it, Nigel. I'm not having it, mate. <laughs> mate. He was Chelsea's best player last season. Just because yeah. he doesn't score like 20 goals a season, yeah. the way he changes play, yeah. Pep's yeah. probably gone. And you want to sell him? You, you sure you want to sell? Yeah, we'll take him. Yeah. He's going to be awesome for City, I think, honestly. Yeah, I think I think he's going to have a good, se uh, good season at City. He's perfect for Pep's style of play. Mm. I'm going to look at it now. I think I can't see past City still. I still think Arsenal could be there or thereabouts. Though. I think they've had some useful additions. But I just think, you know, they've got that winning mentality. And with Pep Guardiola there at the moment, I can't see anyone Yeah, I think the, the only small doubt might be that they've achieved what they wanted to achieve in terms of Champions League. Mm, yeah. But they do say the top teams, then once they've won it, have got the drive to go on and, and, and go for it again. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll, that's going to be the interesting thing for Man City. They've, they've got the biggest squad, the best squad. They have trimmed it a bit. I think there will be a couple of players uh, coming Yeah, in. basically, for me, I think if Haaland stays fit, if they can get the mo they've got to try and get the most out of De Bruyne this season. They, they had, it was a bit stop-start last season. Mm -hmm. He's going to be key, I think, this season now, with, especially with Gundogan going, Gundogan going out. I think Rodri is, for me, arguably the best midfielder in the Premier League at the moment. For the role that he does, he's just a brick wall well, in front of that You've got to mention Jack Grealish as well. Oh, 100%. Yeah. How well he's turned himself around and adapted to Pep style. Mm -hmm. I'm really pleased for him as well. Yeah. He, he's a top guy. and yeah. it's like You could see he was like, I don't know what I've done here. I'm not fitting in, I'm not fitting in. He even said it in a few interviews going like, I didn't expect this. Like it's not it's so serious and stuff like that. But, but he was he's really turned it yeah, around. He, man. But he's he was a fantastic fa player as well to yeah. go there. But I think he's like realised what the level is like at Man City. Yeah. But to be fair to him, he's then oh yeah, it's taken him a little while, but then he stepped up to that level. Yeah. And, and gone beyond it in terms of consistency, mm. um, as well. So fair play. I to think him. the big thing with Grealish is the public perception of him now as well. I think that's a big thing for him because I think he was very marmite with a lot of people. You either loved him or you weren't 
on board with some of the other antics, so to speak. But I think he's matured a lot, and I think it's only been beneficial to City. So I think, for me, the way City are going at the moment, I think Pep's got it how he wants mm. that dressing room. And you, you're seeing people going out that if they don't want to be there, they're gone. Mm. And I think yeah. he's got it now. He's got it nailed. So I think, again, for me, unfortunately, guys, City, boring decision. But yeah, City are going to do it again. All right, let's move on to Arsenal. We've touched on them a bit previously, but... Do you think their new signings are going to make the difference? Is it going to be the difference? Well, let's throw it to the other end first, Fine. Sam, because I know what I think. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting to see what Fair the play. other guys think, and then I can tell them that, that they're, they're going to be competitive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to being corrected here. Um, but I think Arsenal, I, have a re- I said it before, I think Arsenal have a really strong season. Now, technically, got the most valuable squad uh, in the world at this moment in time. The new signs that they've just brought in, Declan Rice. Uh, so there's going to be pressure on there. Arteta, I think, is doing a fantastic job. Um, I think they're in for another big season. I expect silverware from somewhere. I don't think City are going to do the treble again this season. I think they'll win silverware at some point. I don't think it's going to be the Premier League this time, but an FA Cup or a League Cup, I can definitely see. Declan Rice, Declan Rice, massive signing. Yeah, massive, massive. Yeah, signing. I think I think it's a huge signing um, for Arsenal. Uh, I like their sign, all their signings so far. Uh, it, coming into the Champions League as well. I think they're going to, the expectation has completely changed to last season. And I think what they need to do is they need to hit the ground running, or there might be one or two little uh, murmurings around. But I, I think they're going to have uh, a great season. I think it's going to be exciting again. All right, Man U. Chelsea lost Mount. Thank you for reminding me. How <laughs> do you think he's going to fit in though? Is this going to force Ten Hag to step up? Can we stop talking about the Glazers? Is th- their squad strong enough that it's not all about the Glazers now? I think when, since Ten Hag's come in, he's the boss. And all those players have gone, we're not mucking around no more. Because mm-hmm. he looks pretty brutal, a bit like Pep. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if, you, if you don't like it, you're out. If you can can Ronaldo, you can can anyone. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So he's made, you know, he set his stall out with that. And he was proven right as well. Um, Mason Mount, I think he'll slot in perfectly to United. He works hard. Ten okay. hard work. Not really, no, Olivia. I'm actually gutted. <laughs> yeah. you, you lost a couple. I mean, yeah. I nearly fell out with Chelsea at the end of last season. I, I just couldn't believe it. You've got to work through your tough times. We've got Kante, he's gone. We've got Kovacic, gone. Mason Mount, gone. I'm not crying. You are. It's good news for the rest of us. It's good news. Yeah, But no, I think Man United will have a good season. I really do. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think they'll, I think they'll, they'll be strong. I mean, the history of United, Ten Hag coming in, um, it looks like he's, he's got that organisation. He, he doesn't mess around. Even just the other day in the pre-season friendlies, it's not good enough. Yeah, you know, like he's, he's yeah. letting the players know already that the standards got to be there. From well, if you don't, they? like these guys need to up their game, don't they? They can't be mucking about in pre-season either. I don't, think, I don't think they're mucking around. It's all to do it's with levels. the levels that they're at, the fitness, the, the yeah. overload that you get. Some guys take slightly longer to... You're being too soft. Yeah, well, maybe <laughs> I, I am. I agree. You out. I agree. Come on, these are top professional athletes. <laughs> probably, probably, they are it's professional athletes. It's their job athletes. to be at fit levels. Yeah, but, you, but you, when you're doing a, a heavy workload, you, you are fit, but you, you might be slightly heavier than you, you want to be in terms of your legs or you're not... Push, you can't push yourself to the level Sounds you want like to be excuses at. excuses Did you enjoy the season No, I hated it. <laughs> Absolutely hated so why? it. Were you heavy legs? No, no, no. I was, I was always went back fairly fit. But you do, you do, you're pushing yourself to get to the very, very pinnacle for all the start for, because at the end of it, the most important, it doesn't matter what you do in terms of pre-season results. Yeah. 
it's the first game of the season. Yeah. And we all know some of those results can be a little bit tricky. Absolutely. Just a quick one, who was the worst pre-season candidate for turning up a little bit out? Who enjoyed themselves? Well, I mean, you, 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 let me you tell had you, a fair let, few of them, I'm let sure. Let me tell you, Ian Wright. <laughs> No, no, no. Merce and John Hartson. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, you think about that, you think some of the guys just come back like two stone heavier than they went away when yeah. you're thinking, that's not possible, is it? <laughs> now I know those guys. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Who was the best? Best? Yeah. Uh, well, Ray Parler was fairly fit, but some of the younger guys, I mean, you know, when you get towards the end of your career, you don't want to be running with those guys. You want to try and get in one of the, the back groups. Yeah, yeah. That's where Wenger was brilliant because he just diverse a little bit. He used to split the groups up and give you different times to cover the same distances. He was brilliant at that. I love stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was his pre-season yeah. like, was it, did he ever do oh. bleep tests and stuff like that? Was oh. it more like? No, no, no. The, no. The, the, it's probably, if I'm honest, the easiest pre-season I've ever had. I loved it. Yeah? All right, good. Right, Newcastle. You're a Newcastle fan, Sam. You yes. start here then. Great yeah. strides last season. Like, I can't believe how we've turned it around. I feel like the luckiest man in the world at the moment, to be honest with you. Challenges, though? Yeah. This, well, at least yeah. the top six. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. I, 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 definitely. I think definitely, the yeah, pressure's definitely. now massively on us this season. Champions League, if we get that again this yeah. year, I think that's I still, I still think we're above where we should be if we do that again, to be honest with you. We're still not spending as much money as the, as the teams around us. If I know. like that, though. Exactly. Yeah, I like I that think, because he's doing it properly. He's yeah. not going right by the best players. Everyone's going to Mbappe and all that. He's gone, no, no. Give, it, pick give it six months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're just waiting for that FFP, aren't we? <laughs> but, um, I love it, I love it yeah. now. When I interviewed him last year, I was like, what an, he's such yeah. a nice player. And you can tell he's so focused on like, yeah. the job in hand. I love him. He's, I love him. What you see is what you get, I believe, with Eddie Howe. I think he's very straight down the line. There's no, it doesn't change, if you know what I mean. It's very consistent, his approach. It's not to get the, the fans and the players too carried away. It's a case of, no, we work hard and we every day is a new challenge. It's, it's always the next game. He's never looking too far in advance. I think the season's a massive season for Newcastle. I think there'll be one more face to come in at some point um, in the transfer window. But I think for me, if we get top four again, I mean, I think the fans are just buzzing for a Champions League run this season. Uh, European football in general would have been enough for us, but I mean, if we get like a Barcelona or something like that, or a Real Madrid this year, can you imagine what the Geordies are going to be like? Can we talk Joe Linton? Oh, mate, what I love that like, guy. Mate. He's a mate, baller. He, when he was playing, like, what was he playing up front, wasn't he? And then yeah, so we bought Eddie him. Howe brought him straight into midfield. Him back yeah, he was, never, strong, he was never a natural yeah. striker. I mean, he used to play uh, on the wing when he was in Germany. He, that was his more natural position. But obviously, I think we were very limited in our resources at the time. I think Bruce was struggling to, to put players in positions where they were probably able to perform at the best. Um, but I think Joe Linton's have a massive season for this season. I think him and Bruno in the middle, brilliant. Uh, obviously, we just brought in Tonali now. I think Newcastle are in front of a big season. I think they'll get European football again next season. I think we'll make it through the group stages as well, the Champions League, and I think that would be enough, honestly, for our fans this I season. I think it'll be uh, for the away teams in Champions League. Yeah. Be interested in when they turn up. 100%. At Newcastle. I just don't think they're going to yeah. expect when they come out of that. They've shot Premier League teams this season, like the yeah. atmosphere. Every time pundits are going there now, you're hearing them physically saying, do you know what, this is the best atmosphere in the country at the moment. So. Unbelievable. Come yeah. on the tune. All right, Liverpool. Few new signings. Enough to improve upon last season? Well, they have to, don't they? Yeah. Got to. Definitely. Yeah. I just can't Definitely. see them being... They had a fair few injuries as well last year. I just don't see them being as poor <laughs> as they were uh, uh, last season. Mm. They've had a few players going out. 
there could be worse let's be honest well, like if, with the midfield looking at it the way it is now there is the potential for them to be worse I mean Liverpool fans will hate me for saying that but they've not really done too much I don't think to rectify that midfield but I mean worse is really bad though isn't it from where they were last season well, I can't I can't I can't see it and the, the problem that we have also got is that the transfer window is still open yeah so you're looking at the squad at the moment you're thinking well I'm not quite so sure mm. and in two weeks time you're going oh boy oh boy they've just bought two unbelievable players yeah. that's 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 the problem you got but I can't see how Liverpool can be be worse than What's your season? view generally on last-minute signings, though, for the good of the squad and settling them in? I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. But it used to make. Um, I know it's a good deadline day. I was going to say yeah. that's yeah. the only thing I liked it because yeah. you're like, <laughs> he's in the car, he's in the car park. I missed the You've got to have the right colour tie as well. Yellow, yellow. I've never had the right colour tie. <laughs> okay. so. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Surely the manager yeah. knows what players he wants. Mm, why yeah. would you leave it to the last day? I don't understand why. I mean, they do, I know. Yeah. I know, but Nigel, you'll be able to answer this one probably. The, the fact that Liverpool have lost Henderson now, they've lost their natural leader. Mm. Obviously, Van Dijk is a leader himself. He's been yeah. a captain of a club before, but how big an impact does that have on a team like Liverpool when well, he was so pivotal? I think you only have to look at what some of the players uh, have been posting mm. about Henderson to say yeah. what a huge figure mm. he is within the dressing room. And that suggests to me that he would have still had yeah. a big part to play uh, mm. this season so I mean I also think that players are pretty ruthless and when someone's gone they just whip well, it, wipe it to. away well, and just you just, you just got, got to get on with it of course you do but Trent yeah. was in tears wasn't he doing that message yeah. when Liverpool did that mm. message mm. on Instagram yeah, yeah. he could literally he was, he was rattled well, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was they, they respected him, but he was, you know, he was yeah. a leader. So. But now he's gone. Yeah. yeah so whatever. We'll move on. This is a look ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Finally, Tottenham uh, finished eighth last season. Should we keep like putting Tottenham in this like top four club? Like, are they? No. Not anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're here now. now no. Just to note, at, at time of recording, Harry Kane is still a Tottenham player. Mm. But I, let's be honest, that's unlikely to yeah, remain they much will longer. Definitely not be a top four club if Harry Kane leaves the football club. But mm. is he on, on his way out? Do we it's, think? I don't know about that because I the thing I heard this morning that. on the way in was them saying that, and it was suggested that this was coming from Harry Kane, that if he hasn't. If that decision has not been made by the first game, and he plays in the first game, he's staying. Mm. So I that two is two weeks for that. Really. I, do you think well, he fits? Pod, um, do you think he fits? Uh, what's he called? Possibly. Well, Thank you. Yeah, that's how you do. That's how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I get your point too, on Then, uh, but do you think he fits his system because he drops so deep where he doesn't want to play like that? He likes his strikers to be right in the, in the at the edge of the box. I'm intrigued to see how he copes with that system because. I think he's going to want, the manager's going to want this situation wrapped up this week. If it's not wrapped up yeah. this week, it's going to be... I think Harry Kane fits any system. Yeah, he's just the amount of goals were. that he scores, um, put it this way, yeah. if, if he's not sold, he's not going to be left out of the team, is he? No. That probably yeah. tells you everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but but Tottenham as a top six club generally then? Tottenham as a club? Top six. I mean, James Madison's a big Yeah, Big signing. He's a fantastic footballer. I think he's going to be awesome. And if Harry Kane does stay, that will benefit Harry mm. Kane massively, having James Madison behind him. And I like the new manager. I like the way he plays football. 
If Kane goes, it will be interesting. Yeah. If he goes, I don't think Spurs will get top six because they've left it too late again to get another striker. So who are they going to sign to replace him? I can't think of anyone who's anywhere near him in the transfer market at the moment. So unsurprisingly, Manchester City are very short odds, 1-25, to so could argue not a lot of value there. Next in there, you've got Arsenal and Liverpool, both tied at 1-5. to Following on from that, you've got Manchester United, 2-7. to And leading on from that, you've got Chelsea and Newcastle completing it, both tied 8-15 to on the odds. Now, remember, if you're going to get any of these markets, you've got to be 18 and over to gamble. And please do gamble responsibly. Also, I'm going to add that odds can fluctuate on these markets. All right, lads, let's talk Europe, shall we? Oh, yes, let's please, let's please. We're not, we're not, we're not in it. <laughs> it's good. We need not to find it. Tunes, can you just take a chair? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Second, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you chat, you chat Europe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk. Settle down, you <laughs> lot. Let's settle down. Now, how will Brighton, Newcastle and Aston Villa's European journeys influence their Premier League performance, do you think? And, just as a separate note, Spurs and Chelsea, therefore, are they at an advantage? They don't even have to think about that campaign. They can really focus on Premier League football. Nigel, start with you. What do you think? Well, let's start with uh, Spurs and Chelsea. I think not being in uh, any European competitions will help the new managers in terms of the amount of training time Mm -hmm. that they've got with those players. So they can really nail down a system or even if they want to try a couple of different systems, they've got a huge amount of of time that they can uh, use to to that. But, I mean, for the the other one, if you're in Europe, you're literally just, you're you're travelling, you're coming back from Europe, you're doing a warm down and then you've got a light day in preparation for the next game. So... I think for uh, Spurs and Chelsea, it's, go- it's going to be massive. Uh, and what about Brighton, Newcastle and Aston Villa? Well, How's it going to be for them? Well, it's going to be... How they cope? Well, squad size, yeah. injuries, um, and you hope, if you're one of those supporters, that it doesn't affect that Premier League uh, season too much because that's where... The that's really, the important that's part. That's the important part. Apart oh. from maybe if you just slip oh, a little God. bit... What do you want to say? I want to say it's amazing for the fans, though. Oh, it's amazing yes. for the fans. Like, oh god, what yeah. you were saying earlier about Met- Newcastle. Like, I'm already planning. Like, a wait. I'm literally waiting for that um, announcement of who we get in the groups, and I'm literally going to be booking flights straight away. You know, it's just it's a case of like we've been waiting so long for this mm. now that I mean, Villa fans will be the same. Brighton fans, yeah, I mean, what Brighton yeah. fans are thinking. But well, so, what yeah. a boost for also the players, the team, the squads, the club, everyone involved. Yeah to travel, to play at that top, mm. top level. I just think it would be wicked. I think I think they've got big enough squads and yeah. to, you know, to cope. It, it, it will make them more tired. In fact, yeah. it does, because you're playing more games mm-hmm. and you're travelling more. More adrenaline, more yeah. buzz. And how much does travelling take it out of you? Well, it does a little um, in terms of, I always used to felt when I used to, as I said, when we used to fly, no matter what class you went in, uh, it always used to, I used to, used to feel a little bit leggy, even in the game that I was playing abroad, yeah. and then you're coming, you're coming back again. I just think it's a, it's a mental thing. You get used to it. You've just got to keep going. You've got to keep churning out the games. But for these guys, it's slightly different because there's so much rotation now. Yeah. You know, when I was playing, you, you, mm. had, your, you had your first 11, mm. and if you're in that, basically if you're fit, you're playing. You, play. you, you, play. you didn't. Rotation didn't really come in mm. uh, to the team at Arsenal that I was in until uh, Arsenal Wenger started to come a little bit. It was you're, you're like you're the left back. You're playing if you're fit yeah. or half fit. You're you're playing. And there's more subs now as well. So I can say yeah, there's more yeah. subs now, which obviously I think is going to help certain teams, yeah. isn't it? Also, 
nutrition and wellness. Like, there's a lot more science on how to recover and deal with travel and things. There is, yeah, you yeah. know, and like, I, I think, you know, I don't know how you guys used to do it, but I'm sure diets are on well, point like and recovery. And training grounds and right, and there, oxygen and vitamins yeah. and you know, cold water and saunas. <laughs> like, I'm sure they've got it down. You know, they're trying to tweak it to keep them at peak. But I, I think Chelsea will benefit from not yeah. doing all that. And even, yeah. even with that resources available to them, I think I'm, I'm excited about Chelsea this season. Like, I had the on with them last year. I've, I've never left a game early. But I did twice last year because it just no, it's so bad. Oh, oh, no. oh, I'm sorry. And I, I, I shouldn't and be I, putting that on here. I'm, sorry, I'm being honest. I'm an honest person. No, but like, yeah, he's a fan. No, I, I, I know. I agree. But I had the ump so much that no one was trying. I was just like, this is. Which like, games were they? Oh, oh. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm excited. Potch. Good. I love him. Like, and all the new players coming in. Like Nicholas Jackson, can't wait. And Kunku. Mm. I just think. And with Poch, he loves working with young players and developing them. How are Chelsea fans? I was thinking this with the Poch one. Obviously, it's such a controversial thing to do. Chelsea but I guess Tottenham actually. and Chelsea have been doing oh, that. Oh, no, they switch all the time. I'm going to say it's quite common these days. I so. think Spurs with it got the right hump that Poch went there. Oh, but Chelsea. And they'll have it even more so if, if uh, Chelsea sit near the top after 10 mm. games yeah. or so. But I think mm. not being in Europe might. Yeah, I give agree. them more chance to do that. I agree. Come yeah. on, the chance. Europe. Who wants <laughs> Europe? On, exactly. Yeah, Who wants Europe? All right, wait. We know you your opinions, League, you know. but now we need the odds. Tiz. So unsurprisingly, once again, Manchester City lead the market here. A short price of one to sixteen. Following on from that, you've got Arsenal and Liverpool both tied at one to two. Next in there, you have Manchester United priced at eight to eleven. And to complete this market, Chelsea and Newcastle are both tied at six to four. Now, I'm going to say it again. If you're going to get on any of these markets, you've got to be 18 plus to gamble, 18 and over. And please do gamble responsibly. And again, odds will fluctuate on these markets. <laughs> All right. Let's talk fresh faces. And no, not you three. You aren't that fresh. Oh, Shifting our attention oh, no. then. Boom. I'm looking all right. Yeah, I'm Actually, yeah. I was going to say, you done. do look quite fresh. We'll yeah. talk about that. <laughs> but... Um, Let's talk like about the new entrance. all this free time that he's now got. <laughs> yeah, retirement season. Golf. Right, come on, come on. Burnley, Sheffield United and Luton Town. Yes. Great for them just to be oh. in it. Yeah. But what's our predictions and like, how do you think they'll actually do? Who wants to start? Can I, I, can I start? Of course you can. I love Vincent Company. Yeah. I think the job he's done at Burnley is nothing short of incredible. And you, if you speak to Craig Bellamy, his assistant about him, he says he is hands-on. With absolutely everything. When so he's not one of those managers just got like player profile to back him. He's no, actually no, doing no, seriously. the constant work. Craig said when he was in Belgium managing with him, he said they, the club was in crisis and it was like going under. I can't remember what club it was, but he got a spreadsheet out and literally worked out all the finances himself and went. There you go. Do that. Save the club. Wow. He's like a genius. Wow. He is a genius and he's a lovely man and I think Burnley will do good. And I think they'll stay up. Okay. That's me. That's my point. What about Luton? Point. That was all quite wonderful and like Man. Hollywood for it's, them. It's a fairy tale for Luton, let's be honest. Out of every team that's in the Premier League this season, this is going to be a huge season for them. Obviously, there's so, so much being said about the stadium already. I mean, look, the first they've game. They've got to the use first, that, haven't they? Yeah, yeah that's they've it. They've got to Definitely. use that stadium. As I remember when I was uh, at Wimbledon. Yeah. And like nobody, no, none of the teams wanted to come and play at Plough Lane. Because yeah. they knew what it was going to There was no intimidation from the <laughs> yeah. crowd because there was only about 6,000 yeah. there. 
But the intimidation was the stadium and the changing mm. facilities. It was shocking. Yeah. And I think, you know, Luton have got a, their supporters. They've got to make, get that atmosphere in there. It's yeah. a small ground. I think yeah, I they've got to use so that. spoiled, though, of players. Like, they all started at yeah, these... Yes, they did. Levels, but then you, like get, but you get used to you get yeah, used you get. to your facilities that you you, you train. Like you and just had the cold water, the sleeping yeah. pods. Yeah. yeah. What was it like playing against the crazy gang? Please, well, I, please. Played, I played with them, so yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah, of course. Time, so, like when you played against them, you went to that. Like, well, I knew what it. to expect. Yeah, because yeah. I'd already. But did already they pick on you? Did they sort of single you out and go, "Oh, here we go"? Well, I think they picked on everybody, and I was a small one as well. So, but I mean, you know, we had. When I was at Wimbledon, we had a great uh, camaraderie with the player, you know, Fashion Who Wise, mm. Vinnie Jones, you know, those guys. They used to do know. mad stuff, didn't like burn everyone's clothes. Well, you just, you, if you... Come and tell us something, I really, no, I love, no, I love, I love, I love all this It's not all that, it's just, used to, just they used to, it's just the old things they used to do, Al Japan in your, your boxer shorts and you nailed your shoes to the floors. It's just stupid, <laughs> just stupid, it's just stupid things. People come back and their clothes are burned. We used to do. How do they tie? They're focusing on. We used to do British Bulldog on a, on a Friday, so the team that was picked never ended up playing on Saturday because <laughs> the ones we were playing used to lay into the other ones. <laughs> Always had to change the team before we played. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. I thought, when, a, I thought when you went back, they'd just get right on you. Nah, no, no. I knew what to expect. Yeah. So. The pick on the teammates. <laughs> All right, Sheffield United. Views on them, then. I think it's gonna be a difficult season. I'm not gonna lie. Um, they struggled, obviously, last time they came up. And I think you've really got to invest, I think, to, to try and perform in the Premier League at the moment. Every club that's having any success in the Premier League is generally investing their money. Uh, I just think it's going to be a difficult season. I think the quality is so good now in the Premier mm. League that the teams that were down there last season, they've already started spending money. They've got the business done early. I'm not seeing a lot of that with Sheffield United. I think, unfortunately, I think them and Luton are going to have a long season. I think Burnley will be fine. I do think Burnley will be fine with the manager doing what he's doing there. But I think, unfortunately for me, it's not going to be popular. Me going back to Yorkshire, I'm going to get a stick from a few of my mates. But yeah, I also sorry. as well, with the, for me, I like with the three teams that come up, I don't like to see them sitting at the bottom. I, I like to see it yeah. like moving around a little bit. You want one of those, or not one or two of them, to be you know at least halfway mm. up the league and, and doing okay. And then you focus when you're getting halfway after Christmas to the, to the teams that are in the bottom yeah. three. And I think if those three were sitting in the bottom three, everyone's going to go. I told you so. Yeah. So I hope it's I hope it's different too. Uh, but I think out of the three teams, I think Burnley will, will yeah. do the best out of the three teams. Yeah. All right, Tiers, tell us the odds then. So you won't be surprised to see that two newly promoted teams make up the favourites in the market. You've got Luton at four to eleven. Then you have Sheffield United at four to six. Then we do have four more teams that are priced at eleven to four to get relegated. Those four teams are Burnley. Everton, Wolves and Bournemouth. Now remember, if you're going to get on any of these markets, you have to be 18 over to gamble and please do gamble responsibly. All right, let's deep dive a little bit into some lead performers, shall we? Let's first up talk Aston Villa. Extraordinary end to the season. Can they sustain the momentum though? Or will the additional responsibility of European football be too much of a hurdle? What do you reckon? Well, I think they're on a bit of a, a roll. Yeah. So I'm expecting them to start well again. Okay. Uh, this season, I think uh, the club as a whole uh, like what Unai Emery yeah. is trying to achieve and what he has achieved uh, already. And I think if they get off to another good start, 
Uh, they've brought in a couple of players as well. Tielemans is a big Tielemans is massive. Uh, Torres have brought in, haven't they, from Villarreal yeah. that he knows. Their defence is really looking good. They've got a lot of options there now as well. They can rotate, they can mm. cope with the demands, I think, of European football with what they've brought addition wise. I think Unai Emery is going to go on a good run in Europe. We've seen it over the years. That's, he prioritises at Europe, it seems. Mm. But I still think he will balance it out in the league. I think they'll. I think they'll qualify for Europe again next season. I do think they'll get back-to-back -back European successes. I think Unai Emery is the do man. Think do you think they'll finish above where they finished this season? I think they'll be around yeah, there. Yeah. But speaking about Unai Emery, like, um, we've had Matt Cash and Tyra Mings on the Golf Channel, and I asked them about Unai, mm. and they were like, he is like a genius. Yeah. He says his team meetings are very, very long, but it's all in detail it's like they're like wow we've never like this is this is completely different to what we've ever had they say he's unbelievable and look at the job he did when he took over they were struggling weren't they well they were struggling and, and they, he's come they in come, just yeah. with the, I mean, same, I think the same score their record at the end was what was sort of almost like a top three finish wasn't yeah, it if yeah. not better than that yeah it was so just, just they had some incredible results do you think he was unfairly treated at Arsenal uh, I don't know whether he was unfairly treated maybe a little bit misunderstood I think at the time I think there was I don't the language know. barrier was a big thing for certain Language barrier, but I think there was a bit of player power there as well. Definitely. Uh, and I, I, I don't know if I get the feeling that Mikel Arteta is more ruthless. Ooh. Maybe. Mm, yeah. I, I think, I, I it, think it feels yeah. that way. I don't know that. Or do you think Arsenal maybe learnt that give him a chance because we didn't really give Unai Emery a chance and he's been given but that I, I think they were always going to give uh, Arteta a chance. I said the same thing with Arsenal. They needed to clear out mm. several players uh, and, and get the get their own players in and maybe mm. that's one of the reasons but I just yeah for some reason and it happens same with the player as a manager it doesn't work at one club mm. but it can work at the yeah. next yeah and uh, you know it's, 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 it's working for him at the moment yeah. I'm intrigued by all these geniuses we've got all three on your panel no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. really nice. all right let's talk about Brighton and their sexy football shall we? Ball. yeah what do you think how are they gonna fare I, I, I think Brighton. Like that. That's all I see. I love Brighton. Do yeah. you? I, I think Brighton are class. I think they play, for me, there's three or four teams in the Premier League that play really, really good, attractive football, and Brighton are one of them teams. Um, I do think, I'm, I'm, un, I'm unsure about if they can reach the same heights this season. I think Caicedo's the big thing for me. If he's... I know, if he goes to your boys, you, yeah, because obviously you need to replace Kovacic, you need to replace Kante, Mason Mount. Mason Mount. Thanks for reminding me again. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. We're going to keep reminding we'll keep, you we'll keep prodding you with that one. Um, but they've got, to, they've got to keep their players now because they can't get into this selling mentality. Um, because we've well, seen Well, they will at £100 million. Well, yeah, I'm going to say. But their recruitment is absolutely Second to uh, incredible. And you keep saying... They can't keep doing it, but they are. They are at the moment. Mm. You know, they, they sell and then they replace. Yeah. And you mm. come in, you say, "Where did this guy come from?" Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Their it's, scouting system is a just, joke. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is, it and, is. and you know, they're buying for next to nothing really, yeah. and then they're selling at a huge uh, profit. Uh, they're, they're they're great to watch. I also think as well, they do play sexy football, but they can mix it up a little mm. bit. Yeah. Uh, at, at times as well, and they can change their style of play if they need to as well. So. 
again, I mean, they've been they've been sensational, really. You wouldn't mess with Deserve either, would you? I reckon he can absolutely yeah. lose. I can, his I, I can imagine the dressing room. That he's, uh, yeah, he's in charge. Something in his eyes. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. What about Brentford? They've had quite a phenomenal past few seasons. Yeah. These could they improve though on ninth? I think they overachieved. Oh, do you? And yeah. I think no Ivan Tony for yeah. a good yeah. while is a big, well, is big it January? Is it January? So. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. He scored what, that most of their goals. And yeah. I think that's a massive loss. Mm. So I love Thomas Frank. I love Brentford as yeah. a football club. They do a lot for charity and they do lots of stuff for like um, Hearts, Hearts stuff as well, which obviously is close to me. Um, but I can't see without Ivan Tony they're going to finish above nine. I hate to say that. I think they're going to be, they're fine. They're not going to be. No, no, he squeezes not, the most out of that team, doesn't yeah, he? Let's yeah. be honest. Don't they're so they're safe yeah. and staying in the Premier League. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 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 I think that would yeah. be their goal. If, 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 you know I mean? Obviously not now, but I think last season, ultimately, that would have been their goal for me. Staying in the Premier League, surely it must have been their goal. I think for them to get where they were in the, in the league table mm. was, I mean, a lot of people might disagree with me on that one, but I think for the money that they spend and stuff like that, obviously, keeping Tony fit was a big thing for them last season. The goals that he was scoring, I think it's going to be a huge loss for them this season. I think Thomas Frank is a genius. Yeah, he is. Another, another, genius. another genius. I keep yeah. saying genius. <laughs> genius, genius, genius. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you actually a Chelsea supporter? Because you love all the other different managers. <laughs> I just respect good football people. Yeah, and I respect I that. Like, I like that. I like it. Yeah, I'm good. the biggest Chelsea fan going. I had no choice. As soon as I was no, born, you walked so, out twice. Say, what's that so, again? As soon as I was, soon as I was born, I was Stamford the Lion next to me. My mum and dad were the my mum and dad were the first people in the whole world to have their wedding reception on Stamford Bridge. And my dad's ashes are underneath Stanford Bridge, alongside Peter Osgood's. So I mean, that's yeah. a that's yeah. pretty tough. Yeah. 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 We'll give it all right, he's turned it around. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, don't bring up that. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move. We're not questioning your loyalty. You're a true blue. Yeah, what's it getting there, Just come straight at us. And you keep mentioning about Mason Mount leaving. No, I don't do that. You've done it twice already. It's okay, football cyclical. You'll be all right. Let's talk odds, though, shall we? So if you fancy any of those three teams to upset the Apple Cards in the top four and break into the Champions League, you can get Aston Villa and Brighton both at 8-1 to and you can get a massive 66-1 to on Brentford. Now, if you're going to get in any of those markets, remember you do have to be 18 over to gamble and please do gamble responsibly. All right, guys, let's venture into individual honours. Always a fun one. Any guesses then, we'll start top goal scorer and then we'll move on to Golden Glove and then the Assist King. So, top goal scorer. Man City, Man City, Man City. Yeah, Harlan, 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 Harlan. Well, will there Do be we anyone the else on that? Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 straight to the odds. Um, I mean, as we spoke earlier, we don't know what's happened with Harry Kane. He's, for me, probably the only contender. Harland. Harland. Oh, it's just Harland, isn't yeah. it? It's just oh, Harland. Unless he's, he's injured not, for half a yeah. season. That's the only way, isn't it? Like, yeah. He's not real, is he? He's like just... <laughs> He's just, just a specimen, isn't he? A beast. And yeah. He's just so strong. Made like, in a lab. I think we all like, fancy him a bit, don't we? Let's be honest. He's... Well, I don't fancy him. I just think he's a fantastic... Oh, I think he's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you beat me to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a goal machine. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't see anyone getting... They just create so many chances yeah. as well. In, yeah. I don't see it. That's a king. It's a bit totally different. It's a bit boring, but it's Harlem. All right, fine. All right, so Harlan, but if he is injured and he's out, yeah. who else could pip him? Ooh. Go on, go on, I can't bring myself to say it. 
Yeah, you can't say it. You definitely can't say it. If he stays, obviously Harry Kane. It's yeah. A, it's a big if. And Kunku. I, I, I'm interested because he's not playing in Europe. He's been done well in pre-season under Poch. So he's my little outside bet for well, being up there. I think Isaac at Newcastle as well, Mike. I think he's oh, had yeah. a really good season. Yeah, yeah, really do. Yeah. And we haven't said one big name as well who does it every season. And he supposed had a bad season last season, Mo Salah, but he still scored a ridiculous yeah, amount of goals. Yeah. So Salah's obviously still got to be mentioned in this conversation Absolutely, because yeah. he does it year in, year out. So I think probably there are candidates, would you say? I reckon we probably we forgotten do, some, but... Are we yes. doing without Haaland, yeah? Yeah. 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 Second without Haaland. Yeah. More of a silver boot. Yeah, yeah. Fine. All right, what about the Golden Glove? David De Gea won it last season, but obviously he's left Man U. Edison won it three of the previous four. Yeah. Who are you backing? Hmm. I think Edison's going to be the favourite. Uh, he is the, well, he is the favourite, I can tell you that already. Yeah. Uh, that would be my pick. Yeah, yeah, I think Edison is the favourite and I think, obviously, it looks like City are still going to be making a few changes to the defence, but I think they'll probably make the defence even stronger this season. Yeah. Uh, so I think Edison is probably the pick. But again... Right, man, he's latest, though. Well, no, no, I think he's going to do something good this season. You've seen already he's not afraid to have a few confrontations with players. He obviously was no, screaming. No, I like that. Yeah, yeah he was yeah, screaming. Did, did you like that? I had a bit of debate on that. Yeah, no, I like I like a goalkeeper that doesn't take any messing around. You know, he's he's confident enough to tell his defence, even you know. straight out the oh, gate. Oh, straight out, yes. Yeah, come in, this this you know, it's to me, it's saying this is who I am, you know, and you know we've got to respect each other. But oh, obviously, I'm not happy if you're going to make a mistake, and I'm going to I'm going mm. to let you know. And as I'm sure they will, they'll let, him he, they'll let him know as well. Yeah. Did Dave Seaman like that? No, I didn't say anything to you. It's just quiet. He just stood there and laughed. <laughs> 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 You're going to have to stand in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, yeah. it, you know, I mean, he pulled off some unbelievable saves, but Dave's real strength. A lot of time, his positioning, he never even, he never even had to dive. No. It's just literally, you know, incredible. I think what you do when you get to work as, as, let's say, a back four with a goalkeeper, when you play with that goalkeeper for so long, you get them to know what they're going to do mm. in terms of positions they're going to take up, whether they're, they're going to come for crosses or not, and then you react to that. You yeah, get to understand right. the positions that your goalkeeper slightly advanced, or is he going to stay back slightly more, and then you take your you take your positions. So that's that. him. What about if you mucked up? Oh, he uh, didn't. He didn't muck up. He was a genius. genius. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, assist king. Obviously not an official award for this, but Kevin De Bruyne is head and shoulders. Favourite, look at your face. We want debate on this lovely podcast, but you just say his name, you go, Yeah, yeah he's good, but injuries. Well, okay, injuries, let's always, let's well, always just, warm we'll them out. Yeah, yeah, we are. Injuries. Yeah. But Trent, in his new midfield role, you know. Yeah. Odegaard, I'm going to, sorry, yes. my first sign, That's I think Odegaard. Wow, what a thing. You know, uh, I, I don't know if Saka's going to get up there because of his wide position, but Saka will be, if he's, you know, if he's. He's usually playing every game. If he's fit, he plays. Mm -hmm. So I think he'll be up there from Arsenal's point of view. But I think Odegaard uh, last season was was sen really. sensational. Yeah. So I think he'll, you know, he could be. He could be. He could James be well Madison. I was about to say, if he yeah. stays fit. Yeah. If he stays fit, he's got a hell of a chance. Stays fit and Harry Kane stays there. There's goals, yeah. isn't there? That's a lethal duo. So that is definitely one to And we're, we're to forgetting Son as well. We're, yeah. We're talking about Harry See, Kane. See, if you just put your mind to it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? No, I'm saying that. Madison with Son. Oh, yeah. Putting him through, yeah. Jeez, you know. Yeah, that's. Oh, maybe Kevin Bruyne needs to think about. Mason at United, he might yeah. chip in with a good few. Yeah, Fernandez as well. 
There's yeah. two players at United there. Highlands there's a lot. Coming yeah, there's there. a lot. There's a lot of players who could be up there. Mm. Um, and if Kevin De Bruyne is injured, they've got a half a chance, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, well. Looks like Man City did yeah. have the team injured for yeah. half a season. And, we, and all the rest have got a chance. I was going to say, we need to get the word out. Just put in a few tackles yeah, when you play City. Yeah. All right, Tiz, why don't you tell us the odds on this then? So, to pick up the golden boot this season, you're not going to be surprised. Haaland is odds-on favourite at 8-11. to 11. Next in the market it is Mo Salah at Liverpool, 10-1. to 1. Then, will he stay or will he go? Harry Kane is 14 to 1 at Spurs. And then following from that, you have Marcus Rashford, 25 to 1. And my guy, Alexander Isak, is 33 to 1 at Newcastle. So turning our attention to the Golden Glove markets, it's going to be that man again at City to be the favourite in the market. He is 5 to 4. Next in there, you've got his Brazilian counterpart, Alisson at Liverpool. He is 5 to 1 to win the Golden Glove. And Manchester United's new recruit, Onana, he is currently priced at 7-1. to one. So, four pickouts here. You've got Kevin De Bruyne is the favourite, and he is 11-4 to four to be the top assist maker in the Premier League this season. Next in, we've got two players tied at 9-1. to one. It's Trent Alexander-Arnold and Bruno Fernandes. And then if you want Nigel's selection, Martin Odegaard, he is 25-1 to one in the market. If you're going to get on any of these markets, you've got to be 18 and over to gamble, and please do gamble responsibly. OK, so for this round... I literally want your predictions. I don't want chat, I don't want explanation. I just want teams. It's going to be difficult. Ready? <laughs> Who or which teams will be in the top four? Sam. Right, got to start with my boys. Newcastle, uh, City, obvious ones. Arsenal, again, I think will be there. And to complete the list, I'm going to go with United. Okay. Tubes? City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Newcastle. So predictable. I'm a Charles fan, and even I'm like, oh, okay. no, Poch is going to do it for us. Okay. And we've got no Europe. Uh, no. City, Arsenal, uh, Man United, Newcastle. Ooh. I tell you okay. what, it's a clean sweep for Newcastle. <laughs> Get in there. All right, next up, relegation. Oh, Who is going down? I don't like. Oh, I know. So, I've said it before, Sheffield United, I think, they struggle. I think Luton, sorry, they're going to struggle. I think, oh, last team. I'm going to go with Everton. Everton? I think it's oh, their time. I think it's their oh, time. No, I know, no. I know, but I... I think he's just thrown that in for a bit of... I just thrown it in. I've already forgotten the team. I believe it. It's just... I'm going to go with Everton. What am I supposed to be talking about? Yeah, there's no debate this. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I, you've got to come up with controversial opinions on this, and I'm going to go with Everton. It's their time. Also, he oh. has insider knowledge on the odds. Exactly. Are the odds... Are they... Are they favourite? We'll find out in a moment, Chief. Don't rush ahead. No, Sean Dyche... I don't think he's going to allow that. No, no, listen. Okay, who, Just the teams. Yeah, yeah okay. This was a non-chat round. <laughs> I thought we wanted to debate. I heard about that. <laughs> we'll talk afterwards, mate. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get your we'll point after, after, yeah. <laughs> what he said, but I don't think Everton. All right, so who do you think, then? <laughs> <laughs> he's forgot the teams. I know, yeah. <laughs> That's what it's I have. I've forgot the teams. I've forgot the teams. Sorry, it's going well, it's sorry. Right, I think the two, apart from Burnley, I think the two teams promoted will go down. Okay, um, and then? And, and There's only going to be two teams go down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think the league's changing halfway yeah, through. Yeah. 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 All right, nice. Tubes seemingly can't do this, though, so you're up next. So, uh, I'm with uh, Tubes. I forgot my teams. <laughs> no, I think, I don't want it to happen. 
But I really do worry about the three teams that are promoted, so I think it might be them. And I'll also throw Even in... Even Vincent Company, the genius. Yeah, I like Vincent <laughs> Company, although he is a genius. But there genius. Are a, <laughs> genius. There are a lot of geniuses around. True. Uh, and also, I'm a little bit worried about uh, Wolves and maybe Bournemouth. Yeah, I forgot Wolves. Yeah. Oh. Um, I've, got, I've, got stick, I've got a stick, I've said it now. I've got, you sure? Yeah, that's yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe you went Everton. I know, I'm looking back now, when you only said Wolves, I kind of went, actually, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You can uh, change, I don't mind. No, no, you can't. No, I can't, I'm no, sticking, no. I've got a stick yeah, Once you now. place your bets, you can place exactly, your bets. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Just a word on Bournemouth, Gary O'Neill, oh, went very brutally, very quickly. I think we're all going to struggle to do one word on this appointment. Yeah. I, if it's one word, I'm saying shocking. Um, what would you describe that in one word? I just can't believe it. I, I thought he did such an amazing job. Sorry yeah. about that one word. <laughs> one word. We're not good at that. Appalling. appalling. We're already, we're already I, I, I just can't, can't do believe that. it. He did so well. And they were they were odds on to go down. I'm sure they were last year. Yeah, they were. And Yeah, I think it's it, it a surprise. I can't believe it. Is from what, he, what he'd done. But obviously the club have seen something that they yeah. obviously want to change to, mm -hmm. make, to, to make that appointment. But uh, yeah, I think it's, it's shocked. Shocked a lot of people. I think that was out of all the sackings last season for me, that was pros probably the worst one. Uh, I mean, there was a record number of sackings in the Premier League last season, so we shouldn't be surprised by anything now mm. that we see in the Premier League. We've seen chairmen are just making bold decisions, they're going with it. Mm. Uh, I mean, look at Leeds last season, the way that they were just getting rid of the managers. Don't be surprised to see him go early doors this week. Well, I was just going to say, their start, then yeah. everyone's going to be looking at their start saying, right, you brought a new manager in. Let's have a look at how you're going to start to, to what you've done to the last yeah. manager. Something think, must have happened there. Do you think if the board at Bournemouth is so brutal in a sacking, they're also going to be brutal if you don't get instant results then? Oh, 100%. I think if he hadn't have gone on that four-game losing streak, I think he still could have been there, to be quite honest with you. I think they were really harsh with how they dealt with it. The Scott Parker one was, you know, a lot of fans could see why it happened because he obviously the way he did speak. Um, but... I think that Gary Neal one shocked everyone. And I think I think he could be on borrowed time already, to be honest with this new manager. If it doesn't go well in the first, I think he's got 10 games and they've got to be out of that relegation zone at that point. And if not, I think he's gone. I'm not sure what the Bournemouth board expect. Mm. I don't know what they think they're going to do this season with, you know, no disrespect. With They've got a small stadium. Mm. You know, they're not generating millions and millions of pounds. and. I don't know what they expect from the new manager to do. Like, what's good? Stay up. Well, that's exactly what Gary O'Neill did. He wants mid-table, doesn't he? He, but yeah. okay, yeah. Well, I think we'll, well, I think we'll know after 10, 15 games what yeah. their season's going to be like. Yeah, he. Strange. I, I, I listened to an interview from the chairman, and he's saying mid-table this season, next season after that, Europe. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, on. guys. Say no more. Yeah. <laughs> So if you like the look of mine and Tubes' selection for Burnley to be the surprise package of the season, you can get them best priced at 13-2 with BetUK to finish in the top half of the Premier League. Can Vincent Company's men do it? Now remember, if you're going to get on this market, you do have to be 18 over to gamble, and please do gamble responsibly. All right, let's go for another quick fire round. That means you just give me the answer, okay? Tubes, look at you. All right, first up, who will be the signing of the season? Nige. Don't know. Great. <laughs> that was a good oh, answer for you. Um, yeah, it's hard to say, but you've got no, no. Uh, Silent of the season, maybe McAllister for Liverpool. Oh, what Ooh. a shout, by the way. Nice. But we're not allowed to discuss it, are no? we? So, no, okay. Tubes. That's a shame, because I really like him. Okay. Um, James Madison. 
Okay. I'm going to go with Tenali at Newcastle. Okay. Oh. Okay. Who will be the surprise player of the season? I'm going to stick with Newcastle because I've been watching a lot of pre-season and Elliot Anderson is a youngster that we've got who's having a cracking pre-season for us. Scored four goals for us in the pre-season and I think he's going to be starting in the first game of the season and I think the way he's playing at the moment, he's very confident. So, Elliot Anderson for me. It wasn't very quick. Yeah, that was a very quick Sorry, point, guys. All right. Levi Colwell. Mm. Huh? And I am going for uh, Harvey Barnes. Yeah. Who's now gone to oh, Newcastle. Gosh, very interesting. Newcastle. Yeah, I've yeah. picked. Yeah, you're yeah. backing them. Player. In many ways. All right, which Player. team will be the surprise of the season? I wonder who you'll say, Sam. I'm not going to say Newcastle, <laughs> but I'm going to say Burnley. Burnley. Aston Villa. Um, let's talk cards totaled. Which player is going to get into that referee book the most? There's only, one, win there's only one winner here. Go on. Romero. Absolute savage. Right, I'm going to give a different one. I'm going to go for Joe Linton at Newcastle because he's so feisty. He is so feisty. So Joe uh, Linton. Martinez, Ray United. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like everything you say now is she's like, damn, I wish no, I was no, 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 Romero. Well, I was no, going to also not, say, no. I know we're not the lads, but Romero yeah. is at Newcastle. But mm. I can't keep picking Newcastle. Right. No, Romero will get the most red cards. Fact. Fact. Yeah. Fact. Heard it here first. All right. PFA Player of the Year goes to... Ooh. I'm hoping Saka. Yeah. Not a bad shout. Tubes. Mason Mount? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Reese James. Ooh. Ooh. I, honestly, he is so good. I'm going to go for Rodri at City. PFA Young Player of oh. the Year goes to... Tiz? Young Player of the Year. I'm going to go with Isak at Newcastle. Oh, you've nicked Moss. Oh, and it's yours. I've nicked it. You've Levi Colwell. Honestly, I think it's going to be... A, and I'm not allowed to talk. I'll say it really, really quickly so it's allowed. He's going to be an unbelievable player this season for Chelsea. Well, I, seem to be, I, I don't support Newcastle, you yeah, know. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 What do you know? I, I think Isaac will do very well. I, yeah. I, I, I like him from what I see last, uh, last season. But uh, you know, my young man, Saka, will have a lot to say about it again. Star boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a, he's a good player. Yeah, he's a boy. All right, so yeah. thank you for your opinions and views, but let's get the odds, shall we, Tiz? So if you like the look of any of the free selections, me and the panel have just come up with there for the player of the season. My selection, Rodri, is 50 to 1. You've got Nigel's bet there. McAllister is 66 to 1. And a big boy odds here from Tubes, 200 to 1 for Reese James at Chelsea. Now, remember, if you like the look of any of these odds, you've got to be 18 and over to gamble, and please do gamble responsibly. All right, well, we have reached the final whistle on today's FreeBets Premier League preview show. Thank you to all of you for joining us and to our fantastic guests, Nigel Winterburn, Tubes and Sam Tiz. For the best insights odds for the upcoming Premier League season, don't forget to visit freebets.com. You've got to be 18 or over to bet. And please always gamble responsibly. Enjoy the exhilarating new season. Until next time, this is Olivia bidding you goodbye.